They say you are a demon. They are right. You created this nightmare. Everyone has a different nightmare in Silent Hill. I am there. I have to save my father. He's not my father. Or yours. And sacrifices have to be made. Go to hell! Can't you see? We're already here. Hey everyone, welcome to Horror Haven Podcast. I'm Dylan. I'm Sierra. And today we have our friend Steven from Possessed Radio. Hey there guys, thanks for having me on. Yeah, we have the cooler Steven, not to be confused with the Steven that's normally on our show. Yeah. Savage, I He's appreciate it. He's old news now, so we don't really care. No. <laughs> we love you, Steven. <laughs> Sometimes. So today, um, it took everything in me to say... Let's record an episode on Silent Hill Revelation 3D. Gotta add that 3D in there. The 3D is important. It is. Um, this is a movie that I've wanted to record or review on for a while, mainly just to hate on it. And I hate saying that because if you've listened to the show before, you know that we always try to find the good in a movie. Except me. And I'm usually pretty, like... Nah, it's not that bad, guys. But this movie, if you've listened to the show before, you will never hear me get so triggered by a movie <laughs> than what you're about to hear. And uh, we wanted to have Steven on because I've talked to Steven quite a few times about the Silent Hill series and... The game series? The game the, series. Okay. <laughs> and I figured that he would probably have the same or similar opinions to mine. And so, I'm a neutral party. Sierra's the neutral party because she has not played the games, but can she can look at it from a movie standpoint. Yeah, I'll look at it from a movie standpoint, and you guys destroy it for destroying your lives. Got it. Okay, all right, because I'm, I'm actually in a kind of a funk right now because I had to relive this. <laughs> I, it, was, it was sort of a double-edged sword. I'm really looking forward to this, but I also had to relive it. And I just want to say, in the brilliant words of Vincent, you guys are fucked up. But goofy fun inside, so let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when this movie came out, I was in like, it, it was like 2013, I think. So we were not in high school, we were no, old. <laughs> yeah, it, it was the college days, but I was super hyped on it because I feel like this was like my heyday of loving Silent Hill was yeah. around like these few years span. Um... My first, I, I'm going to try to refrain from talking about the games as much as I can, mainly because I want to cover them. Uh, Steven, I talked to you about covering them with you at some point. Absolutely. And I, I want to try to, I, I mean, it's, it's inevitable we're going to compare this one to Part 3, or Silent Hill 3, the game, because it's what it's based on. But um, Supposedly. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not sure. Um... So I, I just remember, because this was this came out I think right after right around when the HD collection came out, which, yeah, <laughs> um, uh, so it, it kind of re-sparked the hype because the first game I played was The Room, which was Silent Hill Four. Do you want to really hurt Dylan's feelings right now? 
Remember when they almost made another Silent Hill game? Fuck me, <laughs> <laughs> It still hurts. I still have PT installed on my PlayStation 4. I I'm, wish I'm gonna I sell could. that for my college tuition. It sells for so much. Yeah, you I, probably should. <laughs> I, so I had a PS4. I got one on launch, and uh, it kept breaking, so I eventually sold it. And then PT came out, and then when I got another PlayStation... They had already taken PT off the. Sword. No, I thought you played. Play, no, we watched a playthrough. I've watched of it. playthroughs of it, yeah. <laughs> but um, so this came out around uh, like when I was really into Silent Hill. And I was really excited because the first movie, it, it did have its faults, but I didn't hate it. I feel like it stayed true to the game. It, for the most part, they did change some big things, but. It was still pretty close. So I remember they, uh, they, you know, the movie came out. I bought tickets to the midnight showing the night before. Thinking that maybe this movie, of all movies, would sell out. <laughs> well, no, I, I was like, I'm going to be there. Like, this is going to be amazing. And I brought my good friend Jake, and I'm hyping it up because he's never played the games, but he watched the first movie, and he's like, yeah, it's gonna be great. We I hyped ourselves up. One? No, so we hyped ourselves up for it so much. We went in. We bought the fucking 3D tickets. We had our 3D glasses and stuff. And I remember I walked out, and I could tell that he was trying really hard to like not shit on it because he probably thought that I was gonna be like that was so good. And we walked out, and he's like, yeah, it, it wasn't bad. And I was like, that movie was fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Were you as excited to go to the movie as Heather was to open up her vest? Oh, yes. It Probably was more excited than was, Heather was. It was pretty close. <laughs> that oh, was a God. weird like why was that even in the fucking movie? That's the one you saw at the mall, right? Oh, why is anything what, in this like movie? why why was that why was that so important? Yeah, she, well, uh, a vest. Well, the vest is like a key part of her Character for work, not character. <laughs> no, she's not defined no, by her. No, I'm best. saying that like that's how you that's recognize she, that's, her character. Yeah, that's what she wore in the game. Fucking asshole. <laughs> that's what she wore in the game. So I mean, they couldn't just have it. You know, oh, she already owned the vest. It was a birthday present. It had to be a birthday present from dad. Yeah, got it. So um, before we jump too much into the plot, the movie was directed by Michael J. Bassett, who replaced the director for the first film who was in jail for manslaughter i, th I think if i'm remembering that right oh i didn't know that yeah he, i knew uh, i knew the guy that that directed the first one was kind of a perv he's a perv ew yeah christoph gans um it's that name christoph oh my god look at his picture <laughs> he does look Ooh, like a perv yeah he does he looks like a freak okay so it might not be him um but the, the person who was originally going to direct it was in jail for manslaughter. He hit somebody with his car. Um, so Michael J. Bassett took over, and he has gone on to say that he was not happy with the final film. Couldn't imagine then why. Then why the fuck did you make it? <laughs> and uh, he he he's even let out a blog post on his personal blog a couple years back apologizing to fans for how bad the movie was. He, he tried to change things to make it similar to the game so he says but i don't see it maybe they didn't let him <sighs> i, I mean, don't know he, to be fair to him 
he didn't have a solid slate to work on because I, I actually don't agree with you about the first one. I thought the first one they uh, they butchered the plot pretty bad and they filled it full of holes and they didn't yeah. make a real strong foundation for him to work directly off of. But I will agree that the first one's at least you know enjoyable as a movie goes for some entertainment. Like I didn't hate myself when I saw the first one. <laughs> yeah, you could get through it, and like I think I rated the first one like a six when we covered. I, it. I remember that you fair. liked the first one when we were, like when we first started dating. You I think I think what it is with the first one is that I I watched because I remember that I watched the first one and I liked it before I played the games and I played the games and I remember not liking it for a while, but I feel like after this movie came out, I was kind of like, all right, it, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> um. <laughs> What an ending, though, with that first one, though. Like, no happy endings at all. Silent Hill for you. Everybody gets barbed wire straight up the crotch. Yep. (laughs) That does not sound pleasant. So, um, this movie, it's... I'm trying to think of where to start. Um, watching the movie, Sierra had said... You know, the, the story for this movie is pretty interesting. Like, I, I just feel like it's not executed well. And I said, well, yeah, because they basically took the basic idea of Silent Hill 3, and but they just made it shitty. It. Yeah. <laughs> so. Can we talk about Jon Snow's hair in this movie, though? Like, <laughs> for real? Yeah, so um, Adelaide Clemens plays Heather Mason. Uh, Sean Bean returns. He plays Harry Mason. Um... I'm not sure why they changed the names in the first movie, but they kind of tried to correct it in this movie because um, they had like Sharon De Silva and Christopher De Silva, but that wasn't their names in the game. Um, and then uh, Kit Harrington played. I was gonna say Jon Snow. He plays Jon Snow, but he <laughs> plays Vincent. Um, Could you imagine Jon Snow being in this movie? <laughs> uh, so. Kit Harrington has even said that he tried to play the game before filming the movie, mm-hmm. but he couldn't make it through it because it scared him too much. But he had said he didn't see a point to it because his character in the game was absolutely nothing like the character in the movie. <laughs> his character wasn't a 30-year-old like accountant for a cult. No, no. It was yeah. a little different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I... So... I feel like the only way, and I I usually don't like doing this, but the only way to talk about this movie is just to go scene by scene and deconstruct everything wrong. (laughs) I am so happy you said that because I have just a laundry list from from part one. Okay. But I do have to say one thing to preface this whole thing. I I like to mess around with, with video editing software. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the person that made this movie, like in the effects department, had just finished their class on like Creative Cloud or Adobe or something. <laughs> and they're just like, I know how to throw fire in. I know how to throw camera blur in. I know how to throw disintegration effects in. And it's just random effects for the sake of effects in this, like every three seconds. Like there is no yeah. break in this. It is not everywhere. to mention, yeah, not to mention, like it, um, we 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 just did our ranking list for uh, the Friday the Thirteenth films, and I shit all over the three D in part three. <laughs> I hate three D in movies. Yeah, you've but always I, hated it. Too. I I feel like this movie was over the top with it. 
Like, the effects looked so terrible on their own. They could have taken the 3D element out, they still would have looked bad, but then they add this 3D kind of effect in, and it just makes it so much worse. I love the the lady in the elevator shaft. Just like th- that 3D moment was the worst oh for me. <laughs> I uh, it's it's strange because in the first one, at least, like when you look back at at the scene with the the janitor in the bathroom, like mm-hmm. they use practical effects there for the most part, and he looks real creepy. And I'm not even somebody who, like, I prefer practical effects sure but i also am not somebody who says you know cgi ruins movie i appreciate what cgi can do for a movie and how it how it's advanced things so i'm not a big but it has to be done well exactly it has to be done well and it and it i don't think it can stand well on its own and i feel like all the characters in this look just kind of like flat and shiny i don't i don't know why well yeah sierra had pointed that out too when we were watching it this movie had a budget of 20 million dollars wow and I don't know where that budget went. It had to have gone to just paying the actors or something. If because I could get twenty you, million dollars, like, <laughs> you can you can see like when Heather's walking, and it's like the other world, Silent Hill, and there's the ash falling and stuff. You can tell she's just in front of a green screen, and they even have like the effects from the background like blurring onto her face. Yeah, yeah, they and just, like her silhouette. They literally just alter like- the opacity on the fog. Like that's all yeah. they're doing. I feel like the um the like ash falling too looks like a Snapchat. Filter. Yeah, <laughs> like, it looks like they literally were like Snapchatted. Man, this will work perfect. Oh god, <clears throat> but it's like I can't. I wouldn't knock somebody who made this like as a fan. Like I'd be like, okay, like that's pretty good for somebody who's never made a movie. But like twenty million dollar budget. Yeah, that like. I feel, like if, time, I feel like if somebody gave me $20 million and said, make a Silent Hill film, I could make a pretty gold Silent Hill film. <laughs> we're, we're filming in Centralia. Yeah. We're going. <laughs> but we'll, we'll jump. So the movie starts out, and it's um, similar to how the game starts out in the amusement park. The first thing right off the bat, the first like 30 seconds of the movie, what pisses me off, they have the Robbie the Rabbit thing that moves its head and looks, and it's like a cheap jump scare. And it I don't know why, it bothered me so much because playing the games, I remember playing Silent Hill 3 for the first time, and you're at that part, and there's the the Robbie the Rabbit um, like dolls, I guess. They're huge. Yeah. They're all over. And I'm just waiting for one of them to move, and it was that anticipation, and it never came. Yeah, exactly. So the fact that they, they had it move, I'm like, all right, this is already feeling cheap to me. See, three, and then, three is the game that I played last, so my exposure to Robbie came from four before three. And yeah. I have the, you get the same kind of feeling with that because you see Robbie through the the hole in Eileen's apartment. Or uh, not Eileen, but his neighbor. Um, yeah, I think it is Eileen. Or, yeah, yeah, it's Eileen. I always yeah. mix her up with the, the woman he meets in the train station or yeah. the subway. But Is that the room? Yeah, that's the, room. Yeah. That's the one where you got one. stuck in the subway. <laughs> I just got stuck in the beginning of the game and couldn't figure it out. Oh, that one's that one's the best. I'll fight anyone to the death on that. Dylan but, agrees with you. No, that's, that's that's my second favorite. Number two is a masterpiece game. I have fundamental issues with two, but we'll talk about that's a, that's a story yeah. for another time. But anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> even in four, when they introduce Robbie, it's the same situation. You look through the hole a few times, and he's there, and you're waiting for something to happen. And then one time, eventually. Way later on in the game, he's just in a different position. There's nothing crazy that happens, but you're he's waiting. He's looking for at it. you and he's pointing. Yeah, right? it, yeah, it's a it's a yeah. major missed opportunity. 
yeah it 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 just felt cheap to me right, right off the bat i kind of you kind of get the tone of the movie where it's okay it's just gonna be a, a, a they threw a cheap jump scare in right in the beginning of the movie but then you have pyramid head for some reason first off for some reason in the movie but that's that's whatever but operating the carousel and I don't understand it's this like option. Like a fucking bike. Like he looks like he's having the time of his life. <laughs> he doesn't have a face. He doesn't have like... a face, but you can tell he's having a grand old fucking time cranking those levers and spinning around. And I'm like, what is this? He's the hero of this movie. And yeah. then it shows Memory of Alessa, which the boss in Silent Hill 3 of Memory of Alessa scared the shit out of me playing like it didn't scare me but it's very uneasy and creepy and this you have this like it looks like someone's cheap halloween costume is that the, like the very pale face black hair yeah okay no you know what it looks like the little boy from the grudge just look like That's a hot topic employee <laughs> yeah, every hot topic employee from 07 yeah that's we found you that's pretty much how it felt but um heather wakes up not in a diner but in her house um Sean Bean gets killed, surprise, surprise, but it's a dream, so I guess that's probably the biggest twist of this movie, is Sean Bean did not die. <laughs> yeah, I I wonder if he had to take a pay cut in order to, to bribe the writers to be like, hey, can you let me slide on this one? Because I, well, I just can't figure any other reason why he would want to be involved in this. I don't know why he does bad movies. He's a good actor. <laughs> I don't know, and it's it's kind of ironic, too, because, like, one of the few movies that he doesn't die in is based on a story where his character dies in the game. <laughs> and it... I don't know. So, it it shows Heather and she's... They have this really cringy, awkward scene of her and her dad talking. And uh, it's what we talked about. The He got her a vest for mm-hmm. her birthday. And then it's really fucking weird. She, uh, I get like douche chills just thinking <laughs> about it. But she's, she's like turning eighteen, and she sits on her dad's lap and starts playing with his hair and stuff. And I was like, what? What is this? Why is this happening? She- you gotta think. She may be eighteen, but she was trapped in Silent Hill for a while, so like maybe she's just not caught up yet. Not that long. It doesn't matter. She might just not be caught up yet. And then he drops Didn't her off. Did she the like school. come through a mirror? <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's actually the next scene. Uh, it, it it comes. It, there's this weird explanation because at the end of the first film, uh, she's stuck in Silent Hill with her mom. But I guess they're like, oh, we have to find a way to get her back. So the story was her mom found half of the seal of Metatron that she used to let her pass through the fucking mirror i don't i don't know (laughs) it doesn't make any sense and i i feel like things like that they just kind of threw in like any actual reference to the game i feel is just like a cheap thing they threw in like yeah like when when the dad is is checking out the box that he's got at home with all his notes and stuff and there's just the seal of metatron on it it's like oh yeah, it's covered in, like, the halo of the sun and, like, all these symbols and stuff. And I'm kind of like, why would he have that box? Why Why is that? Why does he even know what that is? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I feel like they were like, maybe if we throw this in, the fans won't tear us apart. But the thing is, like, <laughs> they had the seal of Metatron, which was in the games, but they didn't even... 
it doesn't even do what it did in the games. And it's exactly what you said, Steven. I feel like they were kind of just like, oh, well, this is an item in the game. We better put it in the movie. <laughs> yeah, and the whole issue with the the cult, too, I mean, this goes further in with the games when they, they swapped over to the, the North American studios working on it with Homecoming and stuff, but yeah, most cults don't name themselves. Like it, <laughs> yeah. it gets a little weird when they start naming themselves. Usually, it's like media you can't give yourself them. a nickname. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, oh, you guys come into the the weekly order meeting. I hope we all wear matching jackets. Like, it, it's not to mention too. They what they call like the order of Valtiel. Yeah. The, why the fuck wasn't Valtiel even in the movie? <laughs> uh, there's so many questions. So many questions. I answers. I need answers. I just need a drink. <laughs> Dude, go get a drink. I'll, I'll pause. For you to get a drink. That, that's um, a lie. I have one, but okay. <laughs> well, good. You, you might need it because it gets worse. So, um, he Heather goes to school, and she does this very. I love her speech. She does, yeah, this very cliche <laughs> oh, like teen movie. Speech. Don't try and get to know me because I'm not gonna know you, and by the time you remember my name. I'll already be gone, <laughs> bitch. That was so deep. <laughs> what a bitch. My favorite part with that was the teacher. She's like, outstanding, that's great. It's like, there's no <laughs> reaction here? You're not going to give this girl a hug or, or check to see if she's okay? <laughs> Tell her, like, sit the fuck down halfway through the speech. And You're my taking teachers, up valuable learning My time. teachers would have been like, get the fuck out. <laughs> get out of my classroom. Yeah, seriously. And Our no- teachers probably would have fucking thrown something at us. <laughs> Another thing we forgot, though, is during this time when, when her dad is at home, like, checking out this box, he legit talks out loud to a picture of her mother, like a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's talking to her through a mirror and they give like this half-assed explanation of the question that we had earlier. Yeah. He's like, oh gosh, Rose, I really need you now. It's like, I think most people do that kind of thing in their head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even in the, like, it, it it feels like something that would be in the game, but you would, it, you'd get that narrative. Yeah. Kind of yeah, like, okay, I, I but, think of, I think of okay. like Silent Hill 2 with James narrating the story. In that thing, in, in the movie's defense, though, like, how would you show that? I, you don't. They don't say anything. Don't have him say anything. Yeah. Like, like, he could longingly. Just look at the picture yeah. longingly. Yeah. Okay, okay, I mean, okay. I, that would convey enough emotion for me. I mean, that's like 10 times You'd more. get the point. You'd get, you'd get the idea. Yeah, yeah. Or he could even convey it to somebody else where he's like, I could really use her around right now. Like, that could be another way to do it. Have him, like, go to a bar and get a drink and just be like, lost my wife and talk to a fucking bartender. Just... <laughs> Anything but what they did. Please. Lionsgate, give me $20 million. Let me make a Silent Hill movie. <laughs> I think that you would need to... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you're ready for that, Dylan. That's a, that's a big... Uh... I, I feel like I could do better than this. I'll do it. So, uh, anyway, you uh, it cuts to... One of the only scenes that I somewhat enjoyed of the movie, um, Heather's in the hallway and things start going all other world, Silent Hill, and she starts seeing things in the classroom and it's, uh, I, I think it's the film's way of explaining kind of the plot of the first movie in a way because she's seeing the kids bullying Alessa, the burn the witch thing, and um, the, the whole school goes to the whole other world thing and you see one of the creatures, I can't remember all the creatures' names, because whatever. Um, 
you see one of the creatures and then she wakes up and Vincent's there and it, the whole scene's fucking ruined because he has this line like, I'm lost, I'm looking for math. Any ideas? Like, what fucking <laughs> math class? You you don't have any more description than that? <laughs> I don't know how other schools work, but when I was in school, there was like 10 different math teachers, different courses. You got algebra, trigonometry. The rooms were also numbered. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just say, I'm looking for math. Any ideas? No. Plus, yeah. <laughs> That, I feel like you're being nitpicky with that one. Continue. It, bu- it bugs me. <laughs> I can be nitpicky. <laughs> so, um... You, I, I, forget to, I forgot to mention before, when Heather gets to the school, there's this man there, Douglas Cartland, who's a character in the games. His character in this movie, I feel, was completely unnecessary. Where in the games, he's pretty important... I feel like in this movie, they didn't even need to put him in, and even so much that they killed him in the next scene at the mall. Yeah, and I'm a little a little disappointed that he wasn't in boxers. Yeah. Like, every time they panned to him, they always saw, like, chest up, so I was just, that that's what I had ingrained in my head from the, the little Easter egg in the game. So yeah. every time they zoomed out, I was just like, is he going to be in boxers right now? <laughs> But, um, so you have this private investigator who was hired to find Heather, and he found her, and he tells her in the mall that, he, oh, well, you have the mall scene with the, um, like, the the kid's birthday party, and then they're eating the burgers, but it's just, like, flesh, flesh, and the flesh looked pretty gross. This part, I, I'll give it to, if it was a movie, like, a random movie, okay, it's pretty fucking creepy, but it... With the this, face painting, yeah, I thought I thought the little girls looked very, very eerie. But this, it wasn't a Silent Hill feel to it. No, Silent Hill to me, it's never been like gore or like shock of them like cutting a person up and throwing it on a grill. What's it, the one where the radio goes off when you get close to it? Or is that all, all of them? Yeah, I watched you play one of. I watched you play a few of them. Yeah, but it, it they've always been about atmosphere. To me, anyway, not shock value and gore and blood, and I feel like that was a big problem that this movie had was they did try to throw all these like gory scenes in to make it a horror movie. Yeah, and it's at this point too where the movie changes and the rest of the movie is kind of color graded, like Saw. Everything's got this weird tint to it. Yeah. Which, it goes back to what you said, the very amateur editing. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I just don't get it. Like, even even when they're at the birthday party part, like, I kind of got it at first. Like, there was a, a random sort of, like, blur around her, like, the depth of field that changes. But it, it randomly kicks in at times. And there there's weird kind of flares. I don't, I didn't get it. It is very distracting. But, mm. I don't know, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just bitter about this whole thing, so I'm being too hard on it. <laughs> Maybe it's a it's really okay. good movie. <laughs> I, I don't think it is. It, it has a 5.0 on uh, IMDb. I meant to throw that out there in the beginning. So it's one of the lower rated movies I've seen on IMDb. What is that? A 5. Damn. Um, so th- this is where the missionary character comes in, which the missionary is a character in 3, but it's just like a boss fight. It's not... A main character um and this they made it this fucking thing with saw blades in its head and everything <sighs> where did they come this, from 
Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want to know. Um, but it, this this thing attacks them in the mall. It kills Douglas, and Vincent randomly shows up at the mall. Says, "Hey, let's go back." Whatever. They're on the bus, and there's this creepy guy laughing. No, no, you have to go into Vincent because he like pops up. They're standing with. There's like a dead body on a, you know, gurney. Gurney. Thank you. And he's like. Do you hear somebody died in there? <laughs> yeah. No shit. <laughs> like, no fucking shit, asshole. I, I like the cops' uh, interactions, too, there and then a little later on, but they're just like, oh, who's this Heather Sharon person? They pull out, like, a, a very perfect <laughs> picture of her somehow, and I don't... And they just saw her walk past. Like, the paramedics yeah. wouldn't have pulled the wallet out. Yeah, I don't know... I. I feel like I could be remembering this wrong. We just watched it last night, but for some it's reason, for some reason in my head, I'm picturing when they pull the picture out and it's of Heather and they're like, oh, he was watching this girl. I feel like she had the white vest on in that picture that they showed. I know for sure she had the red jacket on. I don't remember she had the white vest. <laughs> yeah. and Wait, I, wait I'm going to see if I can find a picture of it, okay? I doubt and I'll let it. you guys know. But, um, it, yeah, the, the, that whole interaction. And then later when the cops bust into the apartment and he's like you want a probable cause yeah here it is yeah like you can't kick the door open and first find it and then say here's probable cause and then my favorite line of the whole movie happens next it's like oh she's a murder suspect (laughs) great writing guys i love to do you think it's gang related no i don't think so like should we call the fbi like, could this have been anyone else? No, it's definitely her. I, I, I want to know if the writers know what the meaning of probable cause is, too. Because having writing on the wall inside the apartment where you can't see it in blood is not probable cause to kick the door down. You need to hear, like, screaming from the inside or something. <laughs> they kick doors down and ask questions later. Yeah, apparently. I hope somebody lost their job for this <laughs> one. But, um... So, Heather and Vince, uh, I, I forgot to say, Sean Bean got kidnapped. <laughs> there, so, there's that. Uh, oh, you also forgot something really funny. So, when they're on the bus, and they're like, Heather's just sitting there, and she's talking to Vincent, and she's just like, do you think there's a difference between dreams and reality? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, what is this, he's just like... No, I love that she said that, though, and he's like, nobody thinks about that. And she's like, everybody thinks about that. I'm like, I, I, I don't think everybody thinks about that. I'm on that. Vincent's side with this argument. <laughs> he's like, why would you think about My it? My grandpa like, thinks about it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh. and I love the dialogue in this, too. Like, that's not a question you ask. You ask, like, oh, do you Facebook? Like, I don't ask random people I meet, hey, do you Facebook? She already had a monologue saying she doesn't Facebook. Like, <laughs> it's pretty rememberable. That's the only thing I remember from this movie on a regular basis. Vincent, you really need to pay attention I just, here, dude. I just wanted, after he said, no, I don't, I just wanted her to be like, you know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> I love when he walked, like, she walks away from him, and uh, he says, like, I'll call you oh. later. <laughs> like, how? <laughs> He's like, I'll call you later. She's like, I didn't give you my number. And he just, like, stands there like a fucking doofus for, like, ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this movie so they she finds she gets this box and apparently she's like never gone through it which she knows where it was this right here is bad writing because if you're a teenager and you know your parents have this little secret stash or something that you're not supposed to be getting into you're gonna go into it (laughs) when they're not home 
I really regret looking in your dad's closet. I regret looking in my dad's closet, but that's just, <laughs> that's not a conversation yeah, I'm yeah. having right now. Um, <laughs> but Aww. so they they find this box and uh, she decide she finds this letter that says, "Don't go to Silent Hill. It's very important that you don't go to Silent Hill." So her decision is to go to Silent Hill. Naturally. Um, well, it worked out in her favor, now, didn't it? I guess. So uh, they start driving, and they have this... Uh, it, it's kind of like the scene from the game where it gives kind of like the backstory while they're driving, but rather than Vincent, which it was in the movie, it's Douglas in the game. Um, which makes they go more to the sense. Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> they go to the hotel, and um, this is where Vincent reveals that he was raised by the order but I, I i love this too because the whole movie he's like oh this is all i've ever known is the order and this is all but he's like i see you and i know that you're good and i'm like dude you've known this girl for like two minutes maybe like 13 hours <laughs> i don't think that you know that she's good it's a modern day romeo and juliet they're gonna yeah. they're gonna netflix and silent chill <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Hopefully they're not watching this movie though. So the this is so anybody listening, if you haven't played the game, which I, I highly recommend, if you're somewhat interested in these movies, go and play the games because they're tenfold better. But the character of Vincent in the games is this kind of just awkward character who he was raised by the order, but he doesn't agree with what they're doing. All of a sudden, no. In the game, he's just yeah. This oh, is this okay, is stupid. Okay. I don't want the birth of the god, which they barely touched on in this ga- movie. But that's like the main story of the game was the rebirth of their god. But just the character in general was completely different. Yeah, in the movie than in the game. And I did she bleach her hair so that they couldn't recognize her? That was supposed to be, like, the, the story. Yeah, because uh, Sean Bean says in the movie, too. I keep calling him Sean Bean. He's like, oh, your roots are showing. You got to fix that. Because they were they were hiding from uh, whatever. Another thing that... Silent Hill? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another thing that happened when they were when they were driving, they they had the music playing, and, and that's when I realized they're, they have some of the songs from the actual game, and I'm just kind of like, poor Akira Yamaoka. Like, yeah. Awesome songs and this is where it ends up on a on a full triple A release in theaters. Like, that's what uh that's guy. what I had said too, because we watched it I for some reason I own the movie on Blu-ray. I don't know why I ever bought this movie. Probably just to say, hey, it's Silent Hill and I own it. But they, on the title screen, that's the first thing is that it's one of the songs from the game and I was like, Okay, at least at least there's that. At least I can close my eyes and pretend I'm somewhere else. You used to study to the when you were in college to the music. Yeah, I, I would play the soundtracks to the games when I studied in college. You gotta there. There's a playlist. It's it's silent chill. You gotta go hit that one up. It's all the the cool laid back ones. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh, another thing that happens though when they're in the car when he's he's kind of talking about everything and they show that random scene of Alessa walking down the street and like. Yeah. There's all the ash. I I challenge everybody listening to watch this movie and watch that part, but don't watch Alessa. Watch all the people running. It's the most <laughs> fake running possible. It's like when you tell tell some like 
heavy set kid in gym class. He's got to run, <laughs> and they just like start trotting. <laughs> it's like that. I know exactly what you mean. Well, I, I love it too because it's like a total fucking like Elsa from Frozen. Like she's like throwing her hands out, and these people are getting thrown around, and it's like. I love that you just compared it to Elsa. It's, it's essentially what it is. Yeah, I watched it and I just pictured. Frozen? I've well, seen like, it. Ju- just like the shooting, like the ice out, like oh man, controlling the ice. But it... she's she's a bad bitch. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it it just felt so like dumb. And it's if you watch the first movie, you know that, that none of that happened. It's just I, to my understanding in the first movie. I could be wrong. It's been a little bit, but the the first movie, don't they like not realize that they're in another world? I honestly, I don't get the first. The first movie has some ma- I don't... major plot holes with uh, who's trying to stop who and why, because yeah. the whole motivation to get Sharon to bring the monster in didn't make sense with them having monsters trying to kill her on the way if Aless is controlling the darkness to begin with. Like, there, there's just so much going on in the first one that just contradicts itself. I don't... I don't know. Ciro's looking at comparisons of, like, things in the... Like, pictures, just screenshots of, like, from the movie to the game. So she pulled up, like, it's a side-by-side of... So that... Wait. Memory of Alessa from the movie. In the- did he? Did she go to Silent Hill with her dad in the game? No, it was... Douglas, the detective, the private oh, okay. investigator. Okay, so they just killed them all. Okay, yeah, because they wanted a romance aspect to the. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Got so because everybody likes that. And Vincent reveals that he's part of the order, and they get in this argument, and the fucking saw head, Thing. whatever you want to fucking call it, <laughs> pops up and like knocks Heather out and takes Vincent. Which I don't understand. If you want Heather in Silent Hill, why the fuck did you take her? <laughs> exactly. She just <laughs> left her on the fucking floor of the hotel. So. In that hotel scene, too. So, in the original movie, it's it's my all-time cringiest line in any film when the little girl's like, Right now, I'm the dark part of Alessa. Yeah. It's, like, robotic. In this, they have a, a copycat line where, where Vincent's like, I know you're not evil. You're the innocent part of Alessa. <laughs> yeah. I love, too, that they throw into the... What, she's like, what is that? And he's like, the darkness is coming. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yep. Why? Yep. Why? They say that, like, a bunch of times in the movie, too, because, like, when she gets to Silent Hill, the, like, alarm, the sirens go off. Yeah. And the, the what is it, Alessa's mother's, like... Dahlia. I I know the darkness is coming. That's There's another thing that. I didn't understand really about the, the first movie. And I can I can actually like bring it up now because Steven, you'll know what I'm talking about. I don't know why they made the character of Christabel, I think her name was. Oh. Because they made Dahlia like not evil, I guess. Yeah. But I, I don't understand the so, point of So that. we need to pump the brakes right here because I just actually thought about something. Christabella in in the movie is Dahlia's sister, correct? Like, they, they say that. He's, she refers to his dear sister at one point, I believe. And in this, I think Claudia said that she's going to Claudi- succeed yeah. where her sister failed, meaning Christabella. So yeah. that totally means that Vincent and Heather are related. Holy shit, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Am I wrong about that, or did that happen? I thought Christabella refers to her in the movie as... 
Do I'm doing sister. research right okay, now. I, I could have totally made that up, but I feel like... I think you're right. I think I remember her saying, dear sister, unless it was just like a like a term that she used. Like... Okay. Yeah. What's the other one's name? Christabella and... Dahlia. Okay, according to the Silent Hill wiki, it says, it is implied her sisters are Dahlia Gillespie and Claudia Wolf. What the fuck? Holy <laughs> crap. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, I did. I will say this did take place in West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. It was made by Canadians, though. Yeah, that's how Canada. Canada. That's how Canada views West Virginia, I guess. <laughs> yeah, everything that I'm seeing says yes. They are sisters, according oh to. Oh god! Yeah, so they're they're cousins. Good catch on that. Right? I, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> they're they're kissing cousins. Cool. Oh god. So you you finally get when you find out your boyfriend's your cousin, <laughs> you finally get to uh, to Silent Hill, and I feel like if the movie wasn't already bad, this is where it's just derailed completely, one hundred percent. So okay, um, you so she gets to Silent Hill, she meets Dahlia, and I don't know how, but she somehow knows that that's Alessa's mother. Like, she's like, oh, I know who you are. You're her mother. It's like, how, how did you know that? You've never seen her before. <laughs> I, the whole thing didn't make sense because I feel like at this point, Heather's had 55 glimpses of Alessa. And she's also gone face-to-face with her, and it's literally her. So I don't I don't, I don't know how she yeah. doesn't put two and two together. I, it, it's frustrating. Yeah. So, um... She goes, the darkness is coming, whatever. She goes into this apartment building, and she ends up... Go take a picture. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, she ends up... Um... She ends up finding this room full of mannequins, and I don't understand this part at all. So, first off, the mannequin creature thing makes no fucking sense whatsoever. On top of that, you have these two girls, and they say, oh, we made a wrong turn, and we ended up in Silent Hill. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> you don't just make a wrong turn, and you end up in the other world, Silent Hill. You... I mean, it's kind of the story of Origins, but... <laughs> but... I guess, but I mean... But, so here, here's, here's what I was thinking, because I was actually thinking the same thing, and here's what I got. All right, so... Blondie there that that she finds is is pretty cute, and it, it looks like her friend who was on the table was in pretty solid shape, and maybe they were super superficial and mean, and because of that they strive to be model types and look like the mannequins, and and they were hiding behind many faces all the time, and and that justified the creation of this supernatural you know, psychological horror monster like in the games, but then I also thought that's probably way too much credit for the writing, so. I, I was just gonna say, I, I <laughs> love that idea, but I feel like that wasn't their goal, and <laughs> Steven, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you $20 million to make this <laughs> <a little> movie. <laughs> I feel like the person who made this just saw Toy Story, they saw that thing with the doll head on the spider legs. That's what Sirius said, she's like, does that, she's like, does that the mannequin thing from Toy Story? <laughs> It is, just yeah. not as well done. 
Yeah, yeah, no, it, it looks solid in Toy Story. This, really is a, this is another scene where the really shitty 3D effects are shown, but you, you get, like, where she pulls the head off of the one girl mannequin thing, and it just, like, opens its eyes and screams. I was like, come on. And the, there's just, I understand it's supposed to be, like, mannequin, but I, I, there's just no texture on any of these creatures anymore. Like there's at least some detail in the other ones. These are like just pure white plastic. I, all the all the monsters in this. That's how they come off to me. What I don't understand is how they had CGI in this, and I can excuse CGI at, at, at sometimes, but the CGI in this looked worse than the graphics of the PS2 cutscenes. Yeah, that came out what probably ten years before this movie. <laughs> Yeah. So, I, I don't understand it, especially with the budget, but uh, I'm not going to go into that at all. So, she escapes this mannequin thing, and she sees... What? Is heard a knock. There's a truck driving by. The house shook a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. Um, she finds Brookhaven Asylum, and... She decides to go check Leonard, uh, Vincent's grandfather, who he mentioned earlier. And you have Malcolm McDowell playing Leonard, which I don't understand. He must be hurting for cash in his old age. Yeah, that's what I, was, I don't understand why he would agree to this. But um, fun fact that I read, the white contacts that he wears for that messed up his eyes. And to this day, his eyes are still messed up from that. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But so... <laughs> this part is really laughably bad also but um they have this whole conversation and heather's like i'm looking for the other part of this and she pulls out the seal metatron and he takes it and she's like i need to find the other half and he's like you found it the other half isn't me and he shoves <laughs> it in himself but he's just like heimlich maneuvering himself to get it inside of him and i was like what the fuck dude my favorite part then, is just after when he, when he gets shot and flies backwards like 50 feet. Yeah, but he gets up and he... I don't know what they were going for as far as the look goes, but it's like you said. it. There was, I feel like there was just prosthetics put on, but no makeup to blend it or anything. It was just this white silicone bodysuit. But the way that she defeats him is he's walking and she sees the seal glowing in him through a hole and she reaches her hand in the hole and pulls it out. And he just dies. <laughs> you don't remember that quick time event in Silent Hill 3? <sighs> it, no, I don't. I, I haven't played that game in probably... I think I, the last time I played Silent Hill 3 was when this movie came out. <laughs> that, that was just sarcasm. <laughs> oh, so there wasn't a quick time event? No, no, no. Okay, okay. I was really struggling to remember, and I was actually kind of mad that there might have been one. <laughs> um, so, next, uh, you have all these prisoners, and this is where Pyramid Head comes. And this is where they cement that somehow, I guess, Pyramid Head is Alessa slash Heather's protector. Yeah, they threw that into... Uh... Harry, Sean Bean, whatever his name is, they threw that into his his little diary research book thing that he keeps. It says it's her protector and executioner, and <laughs> it's just kind of like why that's not James's 
you know, projection guilt. of guilt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. But at, at the same time, too, I was kind of just like, why did they... Like, in the first one, it, it was kind of stupid that they had included Pyramid Head, but he was never explained to be Alessa's protector or guardian or anything. It was kind of just like this malevolent I thing that, that killed people. I thought everything in Silent Hill was made by Alessa. That's the story that they, yeah. So, like, she made him up. I guess. Kind of, but, that, that's where the first one has just is just full of holes because she's counting on Sharon to get the get the the goop that is her evil presence into the church but along the way she tries to kill her with all the monsters it just it's just bad yeah so what's like the actual story <coughs> in the game then like how did the monsters come to be uh not quite that simple there's a little more to it um, See, I'd, I'd have to dive into the first and third games. I've, I've always liked the idea of Silent Hill that comes from, like, 2, 4, and even, like, Downpour and stuff, where it was kind of just different from every, for everyone, and it was kind of just... The town was its own character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I've... I've never really... I, I enjoyed the first and third games, but the whole, like, cult aspect, there's so much to it. And I, I think it is kind of similar to the movies where the whole thing started from Alessa. But it's hard to say because none of that is brought up in the other games. So, like, in the second game with James being punished and everything, it, it doesn't... So they drop, they drop the Alessa storyline after a certain point? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um... So it just be, it's just about the place then, essentially. It's like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, four is kind of like a, a side story that relates to the cult, but it, it's... Four is essentially like the backup plan if Alessa's bringing the god into life didn't work out. It, that's what yeah, four is f- about. Four also, I think there's only like one part of the game that actually takes place in Silent Hill. Yeah, yeah. It's mainly just about the... Right, it's like he like his world was kind of going between, right, isn't it? Yeah. Because like there was a creepy worm thing in the subway. There was a creep yes, there's a creepy worm in the subway. Yeah, this does have a lot of references to other games in it. Like the ending has has references to yeah. Origins we'll, we'll, and we'll, Downpour and Which I I'll we'll, I'll talk about that when we get to the end cuz I have some things to say about that too. But um Heather decides to save Vincent and He's in this room with the nurses, which I feel it was only put in there to put some fucking provocative. Yeah, they were like moaning and, and moaning. stuff. It yeah. was weird. Yeah, and again, that really only made sense in Silent Hill Two, and yeah. So I, I feel like I'm I'm kind of on the fence as far as those that goes because the monsters that they use in uh the first and second movie are pretty much all from Silent Hill 2, and they had said the reason they did that was because uh, Christoph Gans, I think, the guy who made the first one was a huge fan of the games, and the second one was his favorite, so he kind of just wanted to throw the the characters from the second one in. But I was thinking about it too, and I was like, these don't make sense to the story. These aren't James's characters. But then I'm thinking about it, and like the first one literally has like fucking pterodactyls flying around. Yeah, yeah. And and then the third one, there's, like, those giant fucking 
I don't even know what they are, like pin cushion boxer things with hands. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. And it, it's kind of like I also wouldn't want to see those in the movie, so it's kind of a double-edged sword. Yeah, the the series as a whole is, is pretty interesting because everybody always... Like, when they compare Resident Evil and Silent Hill, everybody will always say, you know, I always prefer the Silent Hill games more of a psychological horror. Realistically, I think 2 is basically the only one that's actually really psych horror. Uh, yeah. at, at least heavily emphasized. I, I think it, it has elements of it, but the only one that really embraces psychological horror is 2 by far. 1 and 3 and 4 are really just following along with the cult storyline. Yeah, 4, to me, always reminded me, too, of kind of like... The Japanese horror era of like Ringu and Juon and absolutely, all, I, especially with like the ghosts element and everything. I I, I keep getting we. <laughs> I, I want to talk about the game so badly. Yes, um, soon. So uh, she saves Vincent. Vincent says, I, "I'll take you to your father. He's being held at the church, but we have to go through the amusement park to get to the church." And I'm kind of like, "All right." Every church has an amusement park before you get to it. <laughs> we'll, go. we'll go with it. That's how parents get their kids to go to church these days. So she goes to the amusement park, which is the same as uh, in her dream. And I did like that she sees the Robbie the Rabbit thing again, and she's like waiting for it to move, but it doesn't move. I hated the whole like Vincent kisses her and then runs <laughs> out <laughs> to distract the order, which obviously didn't help because literally like two seconds later one pops up right in her face and she's running from it oh but yeah. the part where she meets alessa the yeah the memory of alessa which to me this is the cringiest part of the entire movie they from like, here from here to the end essentially she's gotta hug it, hug it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah so she finds a memory of alessa which um again I, I keep going back to the games but in the games the memory of alessa doesn't talk and she's just trying to kill you. And Not you have to defeat you. you have to defeat her. And in this she's like this like fuck it. I have no feelings. I want to destroy you. And it's just like, what the fuck is this? This is so stupid. And then she just kind of absorbs her. And it kind of goes Weird. against So what the first movie again, I had mentioned this to you, Steven, when I was messaging you like prior to recording and stuff. The story for the first and the second movie don't make sense to me, and I don't know if it's just because it's bad writing, or if it's because I know the story of the games, and I'm just like, okay, that's it's not right. It's a combination of the two, because it's not good writing. So my <laughs> understanding in the end of the first movie was that both parts of Alessa rejoined. Because there's the part where Alessa is moving towards Sharon... And uh, Rose is like, don't open your eyes. And she looks and Alessa's like standing over her. And then when they go to leave the church after they wake up after that part, she turns and like smiles a little bit. Yeah, I that's how I always took it. But again, like so you're then, saying with the ending here, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense because it's like, oh, they were never rejoined. So it was like bad, the bad part of Alessa just kind of got absorbed. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they they have this hug battle, all while Pyramid Head once again having the time of his fucking life. No, he started slowing down at this point, <laughs> moving the carousel around. And this is what I don't understand too: when he's moving the carousel around, 
it almost made it look like they were keeping him prisoner because he had like the hooks in his body and stuff. Yeah. But he was walking around all free and fine. How did he right get to that. the carousel? He walked very Carefully. slowly. <laughs> yeah. But he beat them there. I don't, I, I don't know. Another thing that was interesting that happened when right before this, when uh, this is right before Vincent runs off, he says, "You know, these are these are the the top zealots in the order, and they <laughs> they wear a mask because they they think the air will corrupt them." And you're thinking like, okay, so they're like hardcore crazy. They think the air is going to kill them. And then Heather goes up to one and pulls the little face mask off and like acid burns his face. And you're like, how are they breathing? It's like, whoa. I love the whole like trying to like have sympathy for Vincent too at this part because she's like, how do you live your life like this? And he's like, this is all I've ever known. He says that like five times in the movie. This is all I've ever known. This is how it's raised. So, uh, the, she defeats Alessa by hugging her. <laughs> I don't it was under- a really tight hug. I don't understand it at all, but then the carousel goes down, and I guess they're in what's supposed to be the church, but it's this giant room with what looks like a dance floor that's shaped like the halo of the sun. Sean Bean is tied to a statue of Valtiel, which wasn't even in the fucking game or movie. And you have Claudia, which we haven't even talked about Claudia, but it looks like something. Her character in this movie does not translate well. It looks like something that would be in a Lord of the Rings movie. Wait, is that the one with the white hair? Yes. No, it looks like an Underworld movie. I feel. Okay, I could, I could. You know the, the 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 like really pale like the yeah. cold weather vampires. Cold weather vampires. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you saw that movie in, in 3D. Oh god. Um. Yeah. So I don't get this at all either. So she like hands her the seal of Metatron, and she's like, "I want to see who you really are." And this is where the fucking saw blades come out of nowhere. And shoot into her head. I, I couldn't Claudia's head. I couldn't tell if they came from outside or inside. They were outside. They were outside. They shot from outside the screen into her head. And it, from the first time I watched this movie, I was kind of like, "Where the fuck did those even come from?" <laughs> that they just shot into her head. But it's revealed that she's this missionary character, the sawblade character thing, and Pyramid Head shows up. And there's just this sword fight, I guess, between Pyramid Head and the missionary. And Pyramid Head cuts cuts its head off and walks away. And they're like, that's it. Everything's over with. That's the the end of everything that's happened. (laughs) It's really nice of him to be the hero, though. It's so anticlimactic and stupid, though. Yeah, but I've never seen a Pyramid Head the hero in a movie before. There's a good reason for that, Sarah. Oh. Okay. So, um, they're walking through the town, uh, Vincent, Harry, and Heather, and they're like, oh, everything's gone. And Harry decides, I'm gonna stay here because it feels wrong to leave. I'm gonna stay here and look for Rose, which, alright, already a stupid plan. You got no food, you got no water, you got nothing there. And then he's like, take good care of her, Vincent. So you're leaving your daughter, who hasn't even finished high school yet, along with this guy who doesn't even live in the same world. Whose original intent was probably to kill her. Yeah. 
you're just like, all right, good luck. Like, she doesn't have a job. He she can't support herself. Where the he fuck? probably also doesn't understand how money or bills work. Yeah, like, wh- <laughs> wh- what are they going to do at this point? He's just like, all right, good luck. He's like, you can take good care of her, Vincent. And Sierra's like, they go fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but the, it makes no sense. It's like, where, where is she going to go? What is she going to do? She has no money. Are you telling me that Vincent and Heather don't end up in the game? They don't end up together? No, wow. absolutely not. No, I saw the the like side by side of Vincent from the movie and Vincent from the game. And he, Vincent from the game looks much older. Yeah, like he looks like a, a mature guy in glasses. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So I, I guess that this was thrown in there to be a, a homage, quote unquote, to Silent Hill Two because it's Harry staying in the town to find his wife who was supposed to be dead. Now in but the it, game Silent Hill, right? Wasn't it the dad who went to Silent Hill with his daughter? In the original, yes. yes. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm just checking, making sure that I'm understanding this. They changed it for the movie because they wanted to have strong female characters. They had a shit ton of strong female characters. They didn't need him to be one. <laughs> so, uh, they, Vincent and Heather leave, and then this is where you get the kind of uh, homages. Uh, they get picked up by a truck driver who says he's Travis Grady, who's the character from Origins, and he gives a line like, oh, I haven't been through Silent Hill in years. And then he drives off, and you get the prison bus driving into Silent Hill. Is that how quickly after, though, those movies, like... So Origins takes place before this, I'm assuming. Right, yeah. Okay, and then Downpour, does it take place right after? They don't reference each other, so you don't really have an idea of a timeline. Oh. Um, Origins is the story of when they burned Alessa, mm-hmm. when it all first started happening. Is it Origins... Is that the one that was on the... The PSP, yeah. Didn't that one suck? It or was it, like, weird to play? It was, like, weird, right? I have my issues with it, but it wasn't terrible. As long as you're great. okay with your weapons breaking every five seconds. My biggest issue with it was the, uh... Like, tr- you can go back and forth in the mirrors to the other world, and it took away, to me, all fear of the game. Because in the other ones, like, you don't know when it's gonna happen, and it kind of just turns dark and then turns into the other world and you're like oh fuck this is scary but in this you just like no nah, i'm not gonna go to the other world right now <laughs> i'm not feeling that type of fear right now and i'm not gonna handle it so yeah so um silent hill revelation 3d oh i thought of one other thing they did try to throw in vincent's quote from the game uh though the one about oh you see monsters when he's trying, I love that's such a good part of the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. He tries to fool Heather into thinking that Heather is crazy and she's essentially shooting people, and mm-hmm. it kind of gets her for a minute. But in this, I think Vincent briefly says like, "Oh, monsters are different looking to everybody." Like it's, it's just, <laughs> it, not the same same kind of weight to it. It, it. Not at all because the Vincent in this movie isn't going to say. Oh, by the way, you've been going around killing people. <laughs> it, it's just, it's just bad. It's just real bad. I don't. I did. So I did like that. There's a few things that I liked about the movie. I'll say um, there were certain parts, like the school part. Um, the atmosphere was. It felt like Silent Hill for a brief second. Um, the music, which I can't even credit to the movie. 
and that's the same thing that I had said to Sierra was she's like, oh, well, the story is kind of interesting. And I'm like, you can't even credit the filmmakers with that because they, you know, they're basing it off of something. It's not like they came up with it. Um, I did like the ending. I liked that they brought Travis and the bus from the prison in because it kind of left it open to make other movies, even though they didn't. And I feel like I'm kind of happy that they didn't because I don't know if I could have taken another one. But had they made another movie, Downpour would be what I would want to see for a movie. Mm. Why Downpour? Downpour, it wasn't great, but it had this Silent Hill Do you think it would be easier for it to translate to, to film? Yeah, I feel like it would translate best to film, and I think it might have something to do with the fact that it was an American company that made it. Is, because I feel like that's where a lot of it, like, doesn't translate well, is that the tones are completely different in both. My only issue with that is that I think they would have to change, like, the ending that you would expect them to do. Because you would expect them to do the good ending, but I, they, they couldn't do it. Because the, the good ending in that game is actually a giant plot hole, because... Spoilers, in the good ending, you find out that, um, what's his name, Murphy? Yeah. He he doesn't actually commit a murder, in which case he wouldn't be haunted by a kill, in which case he wouldn't have gone to Silent Hill in the first place. Like, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, but did he think he committed a murder? No. 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 Oh. Not, See, depending on what they, ending you yeah. got. Because yeah. if you got that ending and he didn't commit the murder but he thought he would, then it, you'd, he'd still have the guilt of thinking he No. I, I think that Downpour definitely, while it wasn't a great game, I liked the story of it because it didn't felt it like... Didn't it literally rain in that game? Yeah. Yeah, Downpour. Yeah, yeah that's what I was like... <laughs> um, it, while the Sunny game was not... Yeah, <laughs> that'd be funny. While the uh, the game wasn't a great game, the story to me felt like a Silent Hill story, and it felt like that psychological esque that two kind of had. Okay, that's fair. I, I feel like I feel like of all of the games, Downpour would translate best to a movie. But don't pick the good ending. Got it. Without the good ending, the shitty ending where he's a murderer. Four, I feel could be good but i don't know because i feel like if i watched a movie where there was just a giant hole in a bathroom wall and you climbed through it and you ended up in like a big water prison it, it would it, there'd be some problems with it four has its downfall with with kind of what they're trying to do with presentation it's why i respect it because they try to do something different but the issue with four is that you are playing a character which i don't think is the actual protagonist i mean sure you're playing as him he's the good guy yada yada but the person that the story is about is the bad guy it's about walter and you can't yeah. play as walter so the they... bad guy's name is walter yes walter sullivan yep that's terrifying i yeah i feel like that was the big thing too with four uh is that henry as a character wasn't interesting i guess where the characters are very important in every other entry. Yeah, and the- I, I guess I guess Harry wasn't really that. It, it was very straightforward. Like, oh, I'm looking for my daughter. You know, in a way, it, it kind of makes sense for for him because they're trying to portray him. 
Like, you'll hear everybody always try to justify by saying that, you know, he's supposed to be the avatar in the game, but I, I don't think it's a good enough excuse. But there is also kind of a way to look at it where he, he is characterized right because he is, throughout the game, somebody who is just observing. I mean, he's a photographer. You you can see that from his descriptions. He spends his time looking at his neighbor instead of talking to her through a hole in the wall like a creep. Uh, <laughs> he watches you... Or watches everything about his surroundings and notices everything looking out the window. He, he looks out the peephole instead of answering the door. It, it's that kind of stuff. He, he's very introverted throughout. So it kind of makes sense. And it's, it's the reason why you are watching Walter. And I think that's the reason why Walter chooses you last because he calls you something. But yeah, that, that's a whole nother issue, issue there as far as storytelling goes. But. Yeah, four four is definitely it's my second favorite. Silent Hill two to me is just like there's no. I, I'm curious to hear what your because you said you had like your issues with it. I do. I'm curious to hear what they are because two to me I I to me there's nothing wrong with that game. It's flawless. I have issues with it as a game, but I love the story. Let's put it that way. Okay, I can I can. I can't that. play any of the games, so <laughs> I've tried. All right. Well, um, the the talking of the the games, we'll, we'll do it in future episodes, um, whether it be on our show or Steven's show, Possessed Radio. Shout out plugs. Check it out. <laughs> um, let's rate Silent, Silent Hill. Hill Revelation. So, Steven, on a scale of one to ten. What would you rate this movie? And, I'll allow negative numbers if and you why. need no, to go that there's no, way. No, there's no negative numbers. I'll allow it. At zero, I'll say zero to ten. You can give it a zero. Okay. But zero to ten, um, what would you rate it and why? All right. I, I don't think I'm a particularly, excuse me, particularly harsh critic. I, I, I enjoy watching movies, and I, I enjoy the opportunity to be entertained. Even if it's, you know, terrible mess, I usually find a way to, to like it. So, in terms of watching this compared with other stuff I've watched, I could probably sneak by and give this, like, a three. That's very kind, because I give people, I give movies, like, ones all the time. I I actually, (laughs) I I thought about it, and three was exactly where I was at for the, for the movie. Um, it's, it's not great at all. Uh, and even... A lot of this episode was us comparing it to the games and kind of saying, well, this is stupid because they changed this from the game or this, but not even looking at it from a game standpoint, just looking at it as a movie, it wasn't good. Yeah. I, I don't think. Um, there, And you could blame the bad CGI, the acting, the editing, you have to think the story. Too, like, think of every game that's been made into a movie like they just it just video games do not translate well into movies generally no like i mean look at mortal kombat that movie was like <laughs> hey i know it's old mortal kombat <laughs> might dead. be the best video game adaptation ever to be honest yeah <laughs> and that was before paul anderson started trying to you know get a wife and throw her in everything so i yeah i i Resident, so that that Resident, Resident Evil, Evil movies are garbage too, man. They wow. could have been good though, and that's what I don't get about the Silent Hill movies. Is you have this series of games that is so plot driven and story driven, 
and they're so well written and everything works out perfectly. So why are you going to make a movie and try and change key things in the movie, but still try to have them fit this new idea that you have while fitting the original story? It just doesn't mesh well. Like, like yeah, like if you're going to do that, make your like make it a different Silent Hill. Like, you know what I mean? Don't make it based on like a specific game. Make it like if there was like another story about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but even then, so... These games, I'll, I'll say, Sierra plays video games, but... I play adventure they, games. These games, the the older Silent Hill games, I could see why if you've never played a tank control, fixed camera horror game, I could see why they're hard to go back and play. Because yeah, even I've, I've, I've played them, you know... I feel like once you play new... like Because I didn't really start playing games until more recently, so I think like now playing newer games, it's really hard to go back yeah, and play games that are older. You have this whole like i've tried to tell sierra so many times the story of these games because that's interesting and i know that it's something that she'll enjoy but she might not enjoy going back and playing the games as much as she would enjoy the story so you have a good story that you could tell in a movie it doesn't make sense to me to change it they should just fix the games I'd like put them out for like PS4. I would, I would love to have what they did with Resident Evil 2 done to a Silent Hill game. All the Silent Hill games. But I also kind of wouldn't because I feel like the way that they're made is what makes them scary. Yeah. Shush. Uh, Cuz no. they tried to re- they tried to do it with I Sil- want to enjoy it assholes. They tried to do it with Silent Hill 1 <laughs> with uh, Shattered Memories and it they, they did the same thing, though. They changed a lot of, like, key stuff yeah. for Shattered Memories. No, I just want, like, a game that's, like... it. Like I said, it is really hard to be into games now that are so smooth and easy to play. Because, like, I'm not, like... I don't want a challenge, really. I just want to enjoy it. And I like story-driven games. Like, I like to see how it unravels as you go. But it's, like, I can't... I can't go back. Like, I can play, like, Mario and shit. Like, I can go and play yeah. the Nintendo. But I can't play, like, PS1... Games, except maybe Crash Bandicoot because like that game's like very easy. <laughs> you, yeah, you do have like timeless games, and I could see why people have issues with these games. Like I remember trying to play the Uncharted older Uncharted games, and I was like, no, I can't do it. It's weird. The controls are weird. The angles are weird. It's yeah. weird. So what do you rate the movies here? Well, since I don't have any attachments with games because I've never played them because they need to re-release them so I can try and play them, I'll give it. A three and a half. I'm gonna give the three. The three and a half is there was okay acting. There's some okay actors in it, a few, but it was poorly written. And I think like it even made like the um, the actors that were decent seem like they were not good. Yeah. Um, and like the CGI, it's like like you had said, Stephen. It's like I can accept CGI. I really love practical effects, but I can accept CGI if it's done right. And it just looked really bad. And just stop making fucking 3D movies unless you're going to, like, a drive-ins and you're watching, like, fucking Creature from the Black Lagoon or something. <laughs> like, why Why does every... Like, why are you trying to make... It doesn't look good. It's not... Like, unless it's, like, a kid's movie or an older movie, just don't do it. You know what I mean? It just looks silly. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I'd say so, that's fair. So that gives it an average of a 3.2. You know what movie was dope in 3D? Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) I I barfed everywhere. 
<sighs> so, Stephen, where can people find you? You can check me out at possessedradio.com. I'm on Twitter at possessed underscore radio. I've got Instagram at possessed radio too. If you want to follow that along, I'm just working on that. I'm going to do some YouTube stuff coming up. That's sort of in its infancy. But yeah, got lots of cool stuff planned. At some point, Dylan and I are definitely going to cover these games. And I'll have to have these two both on to, to talk about some more movies as well. So, Steven, you have an open invitation to our show. I appreciate it. Yeah, anytime it. you let us know. I, I appreciate <laughs> it. I will try to not infringe on this too much and step on the toes of the other Steven. You can step on his toes all you want. <laughs> oh my gosh, can we have you both on, a, on an episode and be like, hey, Steven, like the whole time and just fuck with both of you? That'd be fun. <laughs> Ah, uh, we're doing that. We're gonna have a Steven and Steven. Oh, can we do Steven versus Steven in horror trivia? Yeah. Let's do it. Steven. Yes. This is gonna be the showdown of the year. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so I'm so excited. We're right. planning this out in the next couple weeks. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so if you wanna follow us, you can do so on Instagram and Facebook at Horror Haven Podcast, on Twitter at horror underscore haven. Um Find us on iTunes, Spotify. I want to see how good you guys can creep. Send me a package in the mail. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) No white envelopes, no powder. No, I only accept gifts over $100. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Cookies are appreciated. Uh, Yeah, so find us, subscribe, rate, check us out, Possessed Radio. All that fun stuff. I don't know when I'm going to put this episode out, so I can't really say what movie we're covering next or what episode we're doing next. Also, remember our hashtag morale last episode. Hashtag save Chunky Larry. No, just save Chunky. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag save Chunky. (laughs) Larry, if you were listening, come back. Just come back. We're we're starting like a whole thing. It's going to go viral. It's going to. I'm going to make. I'm going to get shirts made. Like save Ferris from Ferris can, Bueller's can Day Can it off. have Chunky's face on the back though? Because he's say just like so lovable. Save Chunky. <laughs> I love Larry more than anything. He's so sweet. So uh, thank you guys for listening and have a good night. Don't have a good night. <laughs>